Are you getting a new kitchen, but your townhouse needs the funkifying? You better call Paul. Hi, Jennifer. This is Paul. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can. Hi. Hey, wonderful. Uh, welcome to Calls with Paul. We've talked before, just to start off where we left off. I looked at pictures of your kitchen, um, and we talked about it a little bit, and, and actually, you would had similar thoughts from ones I had. Right. Now you've sent me your floor plan that I'm looking at. I'm looking at it and let me just ask you a few questions. Like one thing that came up when we talked about your uh, design before was venting your hood outside. And then you're in a condo type community. So you're worried that they're not going to allow you to do that. Are you in like an attached home, the side of your kitchen that has the stove on it? That's not an exterior. Is that an exterior wall or is that? That is not. No, it's not an exterior wall. And then it's not an exterior wall anywhere along there. So how are they venting out the dryer, for example? Yeah. So um, if you, uh, and you can look at it and see it for yourself if you still have the, the Zillow or whatever listing up. Mm -hmm. um, but um, the pictures in the back show it. Um, so in between the balconies mm -hmm. or whatever they're called. Um, there are the dryer vents and they're like very visible from the, from the out, from the, you know, from the water side. Um, so it's like, going uh, out the, over your deck that's on the front of the house. Exactly. Yes. Yes. Well, sort of next to it. Yeah. Um, and so, um, right. yeah. Drain... And I was reading, we had talked about whether or not I would be able to hook into that. Mm -hmm. And apparently I cannot um, because of the, like the, fire potential like with the grease that would be coming from the from the oven you have to talk to a plumber also it depends on how far away that you're connecting to this right yeah so it's not very far it's probably um maybe we have to go through feet. yeah you have to go through the whole like, den to get to the outside deck area right yeah yeah i mean um yeah so I put a call in to the HOA, but I haven't heard back um, about whether or not I could add an external. You know, yeah. Um, so if they're. If they, they, they don't care what I do internally. They'll only care about how it affects sure. the outside appearance. And so, you know, if it's possible to do, I would probably add something, you know, that just goes below wherever that vent is through the wall, if that's possible. Or I could do something side by behind side. the cabinet, like behind the cabinetry and like run something out. Like, like if I built like a banquette over the like behind the kitchen in that breakfast nook area i could run it you know down there um you could also have a soffit right that wouldn't be that intrusive if it came down six inches or whatever from the ceiling and only in your design you have that wall that we have to the left of your stove that we don't really know what's in it right now um well there's sprinkler you mean the one that sticks out one that has there a sprinkler, a sprinkler. In it. so you got the sprinkler yeah. lines but mm -hmm. moving them, or you could also maybe make that wall shallower. And then yeah. if it was one foot deep instead of 27 inches deep, then you could mm -hmm. have the, you could maybe even move the sprinkler to the, the soffit that's going across. But the whole thing. Yeah, I have a feeling, I have a feeling that I'm not going to be able to move the sprinklers um, because of, you know, fire codes and all that kind of stuff. Um, and there's a, there's a sprinkler that's, that pointed toward the breakfast nook and a sprinkler pointed toward the kitchen. So I, I would have to figure out a way to get sprinklers, you know, going either direction. And I just have a feeling that it would be really, really hard to get yeah. to change that. So I'm, mm -hmm. I'm thinking I'm going to have to need that, but of course I, I definitely will ask and that would affect things dramatically if I could move that. But yeah, um, I, I would have a feeling I'm not going to be able to move anything based on like, I've seen a lot of other units and nobody's really made a lot of, major changes well, i would tell you like i would just to stop you i would tell you that homeowners are very resistant to making changes so generally people don't change anything you know they don't necessarily realize the benefits of of making the change so i, I couldn't you mean the, H the, the hoas are, are resistant no no the homeowners themselves that uh, oh i'm i'm fine no, with and doing the, it and I, the contractors I, I, too yeah. right the homeowners and the contractor yeah. are resistant yeah so generally, yeah, I'm just I'm just afraid the HOA will probably say no, and that um, and that uh, I wouldn't get the certificate of occupancy 
issued mm-hmm. if I didn't do it exactly right and all that well, stuff. You have to do everything right, but it, it shouldn't make yeah. a difference. You have to, you got to get up to the ceiling to do these things. But then once you're yeah. in the ceiling, I don't know why these sprinklers actually work better from a ceiling location than they work from a wall location. So, well, they're currently on the wall, right. on that little wall on either side. Well, they work um, better in the ceiling than they do in the wall. So yeah, and I could do I could do the ceiling because you know we own the floor above, so mm-hmm. I could do something like that. But well, I don't know. I'll 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 find out. But in, in yeah. the meantime, I don't uh, honestly. I'm feeling kind of hopeless. <laughs> well, I would tell you that the reason that they're in the wall is only because people are lazy. That's wh- that's why they're in the wall. And moving into the okay. ceiling, they work better when they're in the ceiling. And uh-huh. as long as everything is according to building code, then right. the HOA shouldn't, and it's interior to your home, that's not something right. that the HOA should really be involved in, I wouldn't think. Right. The smaller that yeah. wall becomes, even if you had to have the lines get up to the ceiling, and you could reduce the depth of that wall to 12 right. inches from 27 inches, that's a huge right. difference. Because yeah, you're yeah. going because to have your... The, yeah. I, could wrap, I could wrap counter around it, right? Yeah, then you could have countertop come around it, but also it wouldn't be obscuring the countertop and anybody that was sitting there and and everything else. The whole design is going to work better with that change. Yeah. You know, venting your stove outside is something that that might certainly be a problem if they're not going to let you put another hole underneath your deck, essentially. In the siding, yeah, exactly. Right. Is there a deck on the floor above? No, there's not. When you're standing on the deck, this dryer vent is staring at you above your head to the right. To, to the right, yeah. You can. It's it's on the wall in between the the deck site. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Yeah. There's a couple of different designs that sort of work. The first thing I think you want to do too is rip out your pantry closet and make it a pantry cabinet, because if you make it a pantry cabinet. The advantage of that is going to be that now you can have a panel on the left side of your refrigerator if your refrigerator is going to stay in that location, and then a wall cabinet over the top that would be flush with the face of the pantry, and your whole refrigerator area is going to be built in, and the refrigerator door, if you get a counter-depth refrigerator, both refrigerator doors, if you got a side-by-side, the freezer and the refrigerator, if you got a French door refrigerator, both the doors will open all the way. The problem you have when you have a pantry closet, when you put moldings on top of your cabinets, either the moldings die into the pantry cabinet, which looks the best, and then your refrigerator has to be pulled forward past all this molding and everything, and it sticks out much farther. I think you want a counter refrigerator. And then if you switch to a pantry cabinet, the whole thing will be built in and the molding will die into the wall that, you know, is the laundry room wall instead of now, having before this. Before you were saying that it might that it might be advantageous to put my um, refrigerator on the other side, on that wall. That's on yeah, the I mean, there's lots of, of that. That's one of the different designs that's a possibility. If you keep your refrigerator okay. where it sort of is, that's what I would do with that particular space. If you're going to move your refrigerator over to the other side and you're going to do like an L-shaped kitchen coming off where your stove is now, then, you know, if your L is coming off that side, maybe one way to do it that might sort of give you some pantry storage and look a little bit built in is you get rid of the whole sink area if you're looking at your floor plan and you put your refrigerator sunk half 12 inches into the face of the powder room so that the the box of the refrigerator is going to stick 12 inches proud of the powder room wall. And then the powder room wall, you'll put a 12 inch deep pantry on the powder room wall. And then you'll build a wall on the back of the refrigerator that will pretty much be, you know, around the same distance Uh in as maybe the wall is almost a little bit even probably in from where it is now, mm-hmm. where the wall is now, and then you'd have your refrigerator right. and then you put a panel on the side of the refrigerator and you could actually uh-huh. have some countertop after that too. 
your after your refrigerator oh. coming out. If your refrigerator and these cabinets are coming out 12 inches, then your countertop mm-hmm. could come out. Maybe what you'd want to end around the same place as just like your sort of your uh, angle right. countertop ends sort of around the same uh-huh. place as your little wall uh-huh. comes out ends. This countertop could end also sort of around a similar place. And then yeah, that would be great. If you really wanted to hide this countertop a little bit better from the great room, you could make it what it is now. It's a half wall coming up now, isn't it? I, I don't remember the pictures, but it is in the picture um, drawn as a half wall coming up in back of your sink. It's it's a um it's a breakfast bar or whatever you call it. It's a oh, it's, it's countertop. Elevated. It's a little bit higher than your sink. Yes. Yes, it's the two level. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you could put a wall in back of the countertop that's there. That would help hide any appliances that you put on the uh, on the countertop there, or a coffee maker. People wouldn't be staring at everything that was on the countertop that was on the. So, so question, question to you then: Would mm-hmm. the would the um, would the countertop there then be like like the width of the fridge? If you had the half wall, the half wall would come right out from where the back wall of the right. refrigerator would be. And then the okay. countertop would come out. You know, usually you want the panel on the side of your refrigerator to be maybe 26 inches deep. Okay. Instead of 24, so that the countertop dies into the panel that, that will be on the left side of the refrigerator here. Then you would what you would do is you would either make your pantry cabinets two inches deeper, make them 14 inches deep instead of 12. And then the wall uh-huh. cabinet that's over the refrigerator, you'd pull that forward two inches, you know, put a two by four and some blocking and back so that when you hung that cabinet, it was flush with the pantries that were now 14 inches deep instead of 12. And then the panel on the refrigerator closes the refrigerator in, and then the base cabinets are 24 inches deep. And then the, what all the reason that we're doing this is also that your countertop dies into the panel on the left side of the refrigerator. But you mean on the left side or the right side? The panel the dies into the right side of the refrigerator on right the side. left. Yeah, okay. Right, on the left. Okay, okay. Right. So just to make sure I'm picturing this correctly. I'm going to um, hand draw it for you too, if whatever okay. we sort the, of the, arrive at. But the fridge itself will sit back of the powder room wall by however many inches, right? Yes. Okay. And then so the wall would come out from whatever it is, say, I don't know, something like 12 inches or whatever from Mm -hmm. the powder room wall, come halfway out and then die at the panel on the right side of the fridge. And then the countertop would be behind a half wall. Yeah, or the in front countertop, of. you're going to build, you're going to take out all your, the cabinetry that's there now, you're going to build right, the right, wall, right. essentially you're going to build yeah. the wall, right. how, say it's uh, 12 inches back, or you could build, you know, build the wall 14 inches back if you wanted to, and then you could do 12 inch pantry cabinets, it's whatever you decide, but you build right, a wall, right, right. and it's a full wall, yeah. whole height of the refrigerator, yeah. and then it actually, I think what you're going to want it to do is actually come out, make it a little bit longer than the refrigerator because you're going to want molding on top of these cabinets and you're going to want the molding to die into the wall. So the wall will actually stick out a little bit past the, the level of the refrigerator. Once it gets three inches past the refrigerator panel, it's going to change from a wall going floor to the ceiling to suddenly become a wall that's only 42 inches high okay. and then continue okay out 42 inches at the 42 inch height until you get to the distance where you want your base cabinets and your countertops and everything to stop. Okay, got it. So so then on the other side, I would be making an L shape. The other side, you're going to be making an L and then your if I, if I, if I can If I can at least reduce that wall, like you were saying, to 12 inches, then mm-hmm. I can wrap that countertop around that wall how far into the breakfast nook do you think i would go so part of it is also your budget so your deck right now i'm trying to understand your deck i guess that's a sliding door from the breakfast yes, nook out to the deck. yes and, and then yeah. from mm-hmm. the great room is that just the window looking out onto the deck uh no no deck uh it's window oh oh the window on on the on the deck yeah that's a window looking onto the deck 
from the great and then the great room the great room is like a double height um you know ceiling thing well okay but the, but it's a window like there's, no, there's nothing above it if when you're in the in the great room there's a window looking out onto the deck it's not another door yes okay so um the reason i just asked that is and then what do you have where that window is is that how depending on how you furnished it is there a, a chair in front of that window or a couch in front of that window or what's in front of that uh, we haven't we haven't decided yet but um i have a feeling uh that we'll get a sectional sofa that's going to go along the wall, and the wall. And, okay yeah you know you you have to really sort of figure out how big you want your table in your breakfast nook and you definitely want to figure these things out in advance, right? You don't want to be buying right. cabinets and us stealing some of your breakfast nook. And then you planning on getting a really big table in your breakfast nook and it not working. So yeah, we don't want a big, we don't want a big table, just a small table. So what I was wondering about was like building like a banquette either along that wall or something like that behind the L. Is that something that would be advisable or no? Well, the problem with banquettes is that first off they're not inexpensive because someone has to build them right. and then yeah. mm -hmm. and then if you're sitting at this banquette then you because you're you have the sliding door you're only going to the banquette that you're building is only going to have people sl slipping into one side so the, the the side that they slip into will be the wall to the right you know the same wall right. that the stove is on it's not really going to look very much like a banquette it's going to really be uh -huh. more just a bench that goes along that wall. And then the question uh -huh. is, what kind of table do you have? So yeah, well, we're buying all we're buying all new furniture for this place so we can buy whatever we want. So if, but, if your um, goal is to make your kitchen cabinetry as big as possible. The it, it's actually not. It's actually okay. not. And I'll tell you why. I don't really own a lot of like, you know, stuff. I, I'm okay. very minimalist. And so um, I don't need a ton of storage. You know, but like I told you before, like, uh, like I want I what whatever I have, I want to be more at my fingertips. So it's really important to me to maximize my storage around my workspaces and not put it somewhere else because um, that doesn't really help me. Okay. So so, so I don't I don't need a ton of cabinets. Whatever I can I can store my excess, my leftover stuff in the butler's pantry. You know, and uh -huh. but but like the fun the functionality of the kitchen is is so important to me like that's that's all I really care about is being able to work and so like for me it's like maximizing counter space and making sure that you know my work area is you know just a step right. or two at the most from you know from each well, other so that when I you can actually cook when you maximize countertop space you're also maximizing base cabinets because you know countertop goes yes. top of the base cabinets so if you yeah. give yourself more countertop in order to do that, yeah. you're going to expand how much cabinetry you have. So yeah, well, I was kind of thinking about not having upper up, too many uppers. Like you know, I mean, there aren't that many there now, but I don't think I need more than like what's there because all I really need to do is put my dishes and cups and stuff in there. If you do end up with okay. more than you have now, it would only be uh -huh. where the pantry was, one extra cabinet essentially. All the wall cabinets well, that you're going to be getting are just going to be on the one wall that right well let me ask you let me ask you this what if i do you know do the thing that you're saying which i absolutely love mm -hmm. moving the refrigerator over to the other side and putting mm -hmm. the pan, putting a pantry there so i eliminate the whole area where it says you know refrigerator and pantry and that's just mm -hmm. countertop but with an expanded cooktop because i want a larger cooktop than that mm -hmm. so what if i had just countertop to the right of the cooktop if you want to do that too you can leave your pantry closet as it is which isn't a bad idea because now you'll, if you wanted to have a, a mop or a broom or anything else, you'll have pantry cabinets that are going to be making your refrigerator look built in on the backside of your powder room. And then that pantry closet could be a good place for mops and brooms and things like that. That, but couldn't uh, I, wouldn't, I mean, I, I would rather just get rid of it and have that whole thing be a countertop. You can do that too. Just and then if you made that whole okay. thing a countertop right. coming down, you could yeah. even do something like have floating shelves or nothing towards the end. Yeah, because that's the thing. I really my my main goal here is to get it functioning, and for me to be functioning, I need an expanse of countertop like that's bigger than anything I see here. So, mm -hmm. um, 
you know, because I need to be able to lay out everything while I'm cooking, you know, all of my bowls, all of my ingredients, you know. Um, so if, you, if that's the goal want- is to maximize countertop, then get rid of your pantry because you're going to have the pantry closets on the back side of your powder room. Slide your stove down. Uh, have a bunch of countertop and drawers and things on the right side of your cooktop. Is, is it going to be just a freestanding? Oh, that's well, water? yeah. So I would prefer to do, um, you know, a wall-based double oven, but I think I've talked myself into just doing a range. Um, so yeah, if you got not a real 30... happy with that idea, but I mean, if you can find a place to put double ovens and still give me a big countertop, then that's fine. But I don't see it. Well, your double ovens would essentially go exactly where your pantry is, your pantry exactly, closet right. is now, and then your refrigerator is right. gone. So then your, right. your cooktop is going to move down and your cooktop can get bigger. And then you're going to have more countertop on the right and on the left of your cooktop. And then mm-hmm. your sink is going to go in the L. Right, right, right. Oh, if, if the sink goes in the L, um, it, does it just go like centered, um, like they're like right next to the countertop. And if so, then what happens with the base cabinet that's there right now? Like you can't open it because the dishwasher and the sink and everything will be right there, right? Well, you're you're going to turn the corner. And then also part uh-huh. of this too is how much you're going to recess your refrigerator into that wall. So let's say you did the 12 inches. That's going to leave you like here. I'm just marking it on the thing. And then we really can't get any closer to this, these base cabinets and countertop and everything else that's there. We got to leave you really three feet at least. Just well, there's way more than three feet between the oh, I'm gonna fridge mark, and the... No, I'm going to mark three feet off. So if I give you three feet, that's going to come to here. And then you're going to be able to turn the corner of this L but this whole plan, by the way, uh-huh. really isn't, yeah. very, isn't a great plan if you can't get rid of that wall to some extent, right? Because well, right. Oh, totally. Yeah, yeah. If you can't get rid of that wall, then anybody that's maybe going to sit on the back end of the countertop is going to be facing the wall and everything else. But assuming you can, right. you're going to have the dishwasher, then you're going to have a sink cabinet, and it's going to be a 24-inch sink base, and then the corner here is going to be a blind base. Do you know what a blind base is? I don't. A blind base is a base that's sort of undesirable. It's where you have to open the door and the base cabinet and then reach all the way back to get into the corner. So there's not really, once you're turning the corner, when we're adding your refrigerator here, you can make this whole length of cabinetry longer if you recess your refrigerator more and more into your great room. You know, at some point, Mm -hmm. you could move your whole refrigerator into the great room, not have any of the pantry cabinets I was talking about on the powder Mm -hmm. and just recess the refrigerator into your great room with a wall in back of it and then have the base cabinets and everything else. But, you know, you'll be sacrificing and making your great room a little less, a little smaller. And That's, that's fine because that space in the great room is just completely dead space. So if you do that. And you don't really, you're saying you don't really care too much about the, the pantry added pantry space. So you'll save the pantry cabinets, which are the most expensive cabinets in your kitchen. Well, now your mm-hmm. now your L can grow another whole foot. And so then once okay. L grows another whole foot, you know, you could really recess your refrigerator into that space. Because right now you have that space has the overhang and seating there, right? If you recess your refrigerator pretty far back into the great room, you could put like a desk area or something like that on the back of the refrigerator wall. And and then you could make your L longer and longer and longer and longer. And then as it gets Mm -hmm. longer, at some point, you're going to have plenty of room to put a lazy Susan in that corner when you turn the corner, then then have your dishwasher and a panel on the end of your dishwasher. It comes down to inches. Like if I'm... Right. Looking at your measurements. So let's see. And we left you two feet, two here, three. Yeah, I mean, you at some point, you're really, you're probably going to be able to have a panel on the side of the dishwasher, a normal single bowl sink, and maybe even get a trash can on the right side of you, and then your lazy Susan. 
oh, depending okay. on how much you want to sink your refrigerator back into the great room. Okay. The okay. longer, yeah, the deeper, the deeper you sink your refrigerator, the the You're better right. the right. peninsula that you get is. Yes. Yes. The yes. better I the L. Yeah. Yeah. And yes. then, and I think that's, I think that's fine. But, but, but question for you. So I know that the um. Okay, so the wall on the opposite side of the powder room, um, does that just look like blank and weird that there's nothing on it? You mean the new wall you're building in back of the refrigerator? No, 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 no. The, the, the wall on the opposite side of the powder room where we were saying if we built a pantry, we could be flush with a fridge that was par partially set into the great room. So if we remove those pantry cabinets there, mm -hmm. um, what does anything go on that wall or is it just a blank wall? Well, it's the same thing. That it, it? It's the same thing that it is now. It's just a blank wall. Right, right, right. right. Okay. Okay. Because I mean, it, it kind of feels like it kind of feels like it's just useless space, but I guess, you know, there's nothing you can do about it because it would look weird to like put a countertop there or something. Right. No, you couldn't. Yeah. We'd be sticking out. The one thing you could do to make the powder room wall look a little bit better is uh -huh. in the drawing. It looks like, the powder room is just a, a room in itself. And that when you come down the hallway that the powder room mm -hmm. is in, that there's no yeah. door or anything. It's just the hallway is just a regular hallway, right? The hall with the, the hallway. The hallway, the the, you know, the hallway from the kitchen to the powder room. There's no yeah. like door there, right? Or, you know, and yeah, I there's, no, door, no, I don't there's mean, no door. There's no doorway even. It's just a drywall. Yeah. It goes, yes. the ceiling goes yes. flush going everywhere. So yes. this is sort of counterintuitive, but it looks much nicer if you were to make take the powder room wall and build the wall straight across to the linen closet and then just put, oh. put a doorway in that wall. Right now there'll be a doorway in the wall and the mm -hmm. ceiling over the doorway will be closed in, but it will make the mm -hmm. powder room, the pole powder room area First off, look less lonely, and also mm -hmm. like your your powder room door is less like it's in your kitchen. Mm -hmm. It's it, it actually when you're looking at it on the in real life, it doesn't look like it's in the kitchen. But um, so it's not yeah. definitely not in the kitchen. It totally is not in yeah. the kitchen at all. But when you have to go through yeah. a doorway to get to it, yeah. it's like that yeah. much less in the kitchen. So yeah, 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 maybe. You know, and certainly I like, the, powder I like the free flow of not having a of not having a door, you know, like door anywhere though. I like to be able to move around. Well, it wouldn't be a door, it's a doorway. Oh. So you would oh, oh, you mean like a cased opening? Yeah, like a cased opening. So you just okay. make it a cased opening so that you wouldn't really right. it wouldn't restrict anybody or anything else. But the thing thing right. that you did it right. the cased opening, yes. now the whole back of the powder room wall and over the doorway is all going to be flush. You know, instead of the powder room wall being so sort of lonely, it's just this three foot wall that sits by itself. Now it's connected to another thing that extends all the way down to the linen closet. And it just makes the powder room look, you know, it, it doesn't look like you got this powder room stuck in the middle of the, the floor plan of the house. It's right. really part right. of another wall. Okay, I see well, what you're saying. You know, what you do is you have a kitchen designer do it and show it to you in yeah. 3D, and then you take a look right. at it if you like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, there will be no door there. You wouldn't be restricting movement or anything else. Um, it would right. just be making that wall sort of more like it was built in with the, the rest of the walls in the house. I don't know. On the powder room, what from the, the doorway opening from the great room to the powder room, it shows it as a little tiny wall on the left, and another little tiny wall on the right, on you know, on mm -hmm. the back and on the side of the powder room. I'm thinking that they drew that wrong. Is that a doorway going there, or is it just a little two little nubs of walls that go up to the ceiling? Uh, I think it's just nubs of wall. So um, I would, because I would, you know, you, because you're going into the double height um, room when you pass those nubs. Mm -hmm. and so, I'm pretty sure. Hold on, I'm just. So I would, I would tell you, too, that that will look way better to, as well, is if you connected those walls and had it be a doorway instead of just the ceiling um, continue into the great room until it goes to a different height, right? Yeah, let me, let, me look, let me look at it to make sure that I'm telling you the right thing. Yeah, yeah, it's just, oh, no, there's, there's a, 
there is an it's like a it's an opening a, like a case there is yeah. a case opening there There's not a, even cased a, it just it, it's got a, a wall going across the top so that right that looks better that way right just the fact that it's a doorway and it connects the, the two walls right so that yeah. that's what yeah. I'm it talking is, about. It is a doorway that connects the two walls. Yes. Right. So that looks yeah. better than having a, a nub, two nubs. So that's what yeah. I'm saying is if they, they're not showing it that way on your floor plan, but that's the mm -hmm. that's a nicer way to do it the way they did it. And that what I'm suggesting is doing the same thing in the pow with the powder room wall to connect those. Yeah, two I'm trying walls. to I'm trying to find that wall to see if 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 they if there is the same thing. You know what I mean? But what do you mean by looking um, at the uh well, since it's not online, but I, yeah, I think since there's when I was there. So since I'm there's not a nub, since there's not a yeah. nub there, I'm pretty sure that you'll yeah. find that there isn't a doorway. People are lazy. So when they show the nubs, the person that was lazy was the architect that did the drawing, right? He didn't draw right. it as an opening. He just yeah. put nubs in. Yeah. And then when they show it the other way without the nubs, we know that it's pretty much, they. it would be less work just to not have a doorway there. So they probably right. didn't put one in. So yeah, hold on. I'm I'm looking right now, trying to find a nice found my pictures. Let me see if I can find. Yeah, it's just it's just an opening. It's just an opening. So you can have the yeah, it's just an opening. You know, it's yeah. it's no work for a kitchen designer. So when we're doing this on our yeah. computers, we just but, put the wall in, we put the doorway. But if I made that space pantry space like we were talking about before, and mm -hmm. that would make it flush with the wall to the left of it, then that might look nicer. If I could just do all of that in one, and bring the and bring the ceiling down, um, at the same time, right? What do you mean, bring the ceiling down? Oh, to make the oh, you mean to make like the doorway. doorway? Yeah, I mean, yeah. although you know what, it's less important to do it when you have the pantries. If you put the pantries on the wall, then you're gonna have the refrigerator and then the cabinet over the refrigerator and the panel on the side of the yeah. refrigerator all building that right. whole thing in. So it's really less right. important. The only reason I was suggesting it is because you you brought it up and you're right, the powder room wall is a little bit lonely by itself. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. It's, it's, less, I, it really it's not gonna be a lonely <laughs> thing when you have the then you put the pantries yeah. on that's what you do except for if i do the pantry and i only recess the fridge into the great room then i don't get that space for my lazy susan like you were saying that's so, true there's I always something like bad that, there's always something bad that you get when we give you something good right you don't get, yeah, exactly. get nothing for free in why this is room. that <laughs> that's how it you works need to fix that. Um, so question for you then also um how large of a refrigerator could i have do you think there what what it oh. looks like um you know you want to get the biggest refrigerator that you can yeah. fit and you, you probably also if you're willing to to take up more of your great room you can also make uh -huh. it full depth refrigerator full, full. yes yeah and then make well. it and make it look like it's a counter depth refrigerator by pulling the cabinet over the refrigerator out so then you would get a 36 inch refrigerator that was full depth and you'd pull your refrigerator cabinet above forward six inches, and then the panel on the side of the refrigerator would be 30 inches deep instead of 26 inches or whatever deep. That actually, okay. if you did do that, and you made your pantry cabinets 12, the countertop after the refrigerator would be falling back, you know, another five or four and a half inches already because the refrigerator was so deep right okay so that I'm not quite sure I'm getting that so yeah, that, I'm not sure. that I'm not sure I can I'm draw, understand that I, I can draw that I'll draw that one in if you did that version that version gets you the mm -hmm. most cabinets it probably gets you the lazy susan in the corner it gets you the sink then the dishwasher in the L but your trash can cabinet is going to have to be like after the lazy susan on the stove run. That's okay. That doesn't bother me. Or it actually could go under the countertop too, over by the refrigerator. That does bother me. <laughs> okay. So, uh, but either yeah. one of those. Things. I don't want to have to walk across the room to get to my garbage. Yeah, because if it's a one person cooking, then it makes it easier for you on the the stove side. And then, yeah, yeah. Um, 
So do you think you want to do it with a cooktop and double ovens? Or one thing to think about is cooktops and double ovens cost-wise cost about mm-hmm. exactly the same as getting a, a professional range. So yeah, however, I mean, I'm, I'm less, I'm less concerned about the, sorry, go ahead. What were you going to say? I was just going to say, however, if you're getting the professional range, it's maybe more important to, to vent it outside. Yeah. Well, it's not maybe, well, it is yeah. more important to vent it. Well, out. I mean, it's, it's more important no matter what. I mean, it's, it's just, it's going to be horrible if I can't vent it. I, I, I don't even know how that would work. I mean, like, do those, do those, air circulator things even work the 400 whatever what they do is they capture the grease and the grease gets Uh caught in the filter so at least you're not spreading grease all over your house but they're not getting rid of smoke and they're not getting rid of stones and so like your whole house is just constantly full of smoke it just doesn't make any sense well it also too is there's new studies that just came out that suggest that all these us breathing all the gas fumes is yeah. not a good thing too. So all the gas yeah. Yeah. fumes and everything byproducts. else, that byproducts yeah. you're you're inhaling. So if you have yeah. a hood, all those stuffs are are eliminated. Yeah, I've think- never I've never not had a hood, so I don't know what it's like to cook without a hood. It's, I just I imagine it's horrible though. So yeah, you know, it, it just it's way better. I mean, I, I just yeah. where would where would I put a microwave in this in this scenario? I didn't even think about that. Well, if you got the in the double oven scenario or the, oh, right. the room scenario, that's true. Yes, that, that the, fixes that. Okay. In the double yeah, so oven, the scen- double oven is better. Yeah, with the did the double oven, what you'd do is you'd put the uh, maybe a speed oven that would be a second oven and a microwave above your yes. oven. Yes. And yes. if you did the range version and you made it a thirty-six inch range, then you can't put a microwave hood above it. I mean, if you got a 30-inch range, you're going to save a fortune, and then you could have a microwave hood over the top, and a microwave hood can vent outside. So your microwave hood right now doesn't, but it can vent outside, and it will be 390 CFMs, and it would just vent up through the cabinet, up into over the tops of the cabinets, mm-hmm. down, and then then outside, right. somewhere, depending on yeah. where you let you vent it. If they left, okay. you, they let you. That, is that the only like? Do you have to have a, a vent? Is 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 the microwave vent your only option, or is there any other option that's better than having a microwave above your? Cooktop? Well, you could also have your double ovens. You could have a hood, and you could put your microwave underneath. If you got a range instead of uh, the double ovens, then you could put your microwave under the countertop in a microwave drawer. That would be a good place for, and you could have a hood mm-hmm. over your range that vented outside, mm-hmm. and then you could also have a drawer that your mic. What I'm asking, what what I mean is, if if you don't have your your microwave over your range or cooktop or whatever it is, right? Mm-hmm. What are your other options if you if you can't vent outside? Is there some other apparatus that does the just the grease and recirculates the air that isn't under a microwave? Oh yeah, there's hoods that are self venting too. So you could have oh, a oh, okay. and it would go through a filter and it would go outside, okay. but it would really okay. not be any different than the, the microwave. Okay. So if I do, so, so then I think my, my preference would be to do the double oven with one of them being, you know, a quick cook, like you were saying, and, mm-hmm. um, and a microwave in the pantry area, mm-hmm. current pantry area, and then doing a cooktop with a vent with a self-ventilate, self-circulating vent over that. It's not a horrible thing adding another vent either on your deck on the front or on your deck on the back. I mean, that doesn't really destroy the neighborhood. And well, yeah, but you know, I can't do anything about it if I say no. So yeah, I mean, you can't, but I, I, you know what? I would say, especially with all these new studies about the gas and everything, you're poisoning yourself. It's like, you know what? Aren't you guys at the, on the board sort of worried that someone's going to sue you but because you're right, forcing right, right, yeah. people to do something that we realize now causes cancer and not letting just them put it in very inobtrusive t- tiny vent in the side of their house? I don't know. Right. If I said that maybe in the board meeting, right? If you said that something. Yeah, like well, yeah, meeting, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I mean, I don't. Suddenly <laughs> a little bit more yeah. conscious of the litigious nature 
of the, yeah. the negative yeah. act when you not don't allow people to do the thing that's the most safe. Right. Right. Yeah. Then, but for but for all I know, they've already somebody else has already fought that fight, and it's already been you know. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I, I just need to I just need to find out, you know, basically. Yeah. So you so have to. Find I can't out. imagine that somebody else hasn't tried this already. <laughs> so and for all yeah. I know, they've been successful, and it's already been done. So, That's true too. You know, it you might know, be for know design. Yeah. 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 So, um, okay. So then, uh. If I can do the reduce the 12, if I can't reduce that wall though, and I can't, you know, wrap countertop around that wall, then I just have to stop at the wall and bring my L, my peninsula out from there, right? Um, yeah. And in that case, it would probably be best then to com completely recess the fridge into the great room and have more room just in general, right? Yeah, I would agree with that. And yeah, I would and also put artwork, say, artwork on that powder room wall or something. <laughs> well, the other thing that you could do too is if you can't get rid of that, do you, what happens with the countertop that you might have coming out? Maybe you put a base cabinet on the wall in the corner. Cause who's going to sit there facing a wall, right? I don't know. So you could have, wait, a, wait, why is anyone facing a wall? Oh, oh, you mean if they're sitting at a countertop? If they're sitting at a, like when you do your L, are you going to have them sitting right. at a countertop? I would think so. Right. right. Well, see, that's, well, see, that's why I thought that perhaps a banquette that, that's an L-shaped banquette might work there because oh, then I wouldn't have a countertop. A banquette against, oh, I see what you're talking about is a banquette off of the wall peninsula. of the peninsula. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, that does work. So if you did that, then that all works if you did it off the peninsula. Now you get the banquette and banquette saves space. So, so then I can push the table toward the corner as opposed to how, and then, and then the pathway to the deck is a lot better. Well, no, the, right now that, it's not so great. The bench of the banquette is going to be against the wall that you're right. So your table can't move. Your table is forced to be up against the banquette. So you're going right, to, I mean. right. Right. So it gets completely out of the way of the pathway from the great room to the deck. Yes, it does, but it, it gets out of the way so much that it's totally wasting space. Right? You're you're gonna be very far away from the doorway when you if you yeah. if, if you can't move this thing. You know what? Yeah, I don't know. Right. The way they have it set up right now, it's a fairly small table with four chairs around it, and you have to like, you know, shimmy to get between the chairs and the fireplace to get to the deck and it's like it's kind of bothering me and it bothers my husband especially so and the um, table which way know, does the table go well the right table. now it's just in the middle of the of that little space of the breakfast nook so but it, i was thinking if i if i built the banquette and that way i could push the table a little bit further to the right and down then it clears a better path to get to the deck and is the door to the deck that opens the one on the left it's a slider it's a slider. Is it the left side that slides? Oh, you know what? Hold on. I'm not actually sure. That that might be the reason why we're why we're frustrated by it. Let's see. No, it's it's it slides from the left. The left is the one. So it slides from left to right. So that's good. So yeah. if you didn't do any of this with the banquette, the way to make your breakfast area work much better would be to get a rectangular table that seats six, and then you would only have it sit five. You would take that right. table. And you would push it up against the same wall that the stove is on so that you'd uh -huh. sit two with their backs to the deck, two with their backs to the kitchen, one on the end. And because you're not trying to leave space on both sides now, suddenly you gain 30, oh, I see. You gain 30 inches and you stay away from the fireplace. Right. So you're making like a peninsula out of your table. You're making a peninsula out of your table. And then what you do is you, you move the light fixture so that it's yeah. centered over the table, the new location right. of the table, and that makes it all look right. normal, and that makes your fireplace yeah. normal. If you if you can better. make that fireplace normal, <laughs> that <laughs> fireplace is so weird. God, but it works I would take better. it out if I could. But yeah, um, so, okay. So, and you don't think it would look weird to have the the new peninsula table parallel with the peninsula of the kitchen? That wouldn't be like no, repetitive looking. Or... Yeah, I think in an ideal world what you would have is you'd have the peninsula table along there because uh -huh. they're going to come out too. Let me just measure. Yeah. Uh, so that it's going to end really far away from the fireplace. 
And, uh-huh. and so you'll have plenty of room to get past it, to get to the seating. And then in yeah. perfect world, what I do is I have countertop in back of the kitchen sink that you're sitting at. So now you have a stool area that you can sit at. Oh, so you would do both. I would do both. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I like that idea. Because the alternative, if you can't move this wall, if you do build the banquette, which I like, the only problem is you're going to be like seven feet from the, (laughs) from the, the doorways, right? You're going to be pushed back. I was going to do that with the banquette. Mm -hmm. You take your yeah. wall that it the way it is now, and mm-hmm. you have gonna have to move one of the sprinkler heads. You're gonna have to move the sprinkler head that's facing into the the breakfast nook, but maybe make the uh-huh. wall an extra a, a foot thick instead of six inches, or maybe uh-huh. just move the wall. If you could even move the, if they said, "Yo, you have to have a wall there." If you move the wall, uh-huh. the banquette all works much better. If you're just use more of the space. Oh, 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 yes. So if I have to have a wall to put the sprinklers in, you're right. If I move it, if I move it back, that would have all the sprinklers in it still, but I just diminish the breakfast nook a little bit. I could have more counter space and blah, blah, blah. And, and, and then the banquet would make sense if that's what I chose to do. Yeah, that's what you want to do with all of these things is we, you know, I always say we're trying to defunctify people's houses. Right, right. And then, yeah. And then then, then it almost makes the fireplace sort of more enclose that area like a cozy nook. And it makes the fireplace make more sense. It it, it does all those things. So, I mean, I really like that, but only the one thing I don't like for me it just freaks me out when when I see stuff that looks like what it is. That looks like oh, we had we wanted a banquette, but look, it's it just created this big six foot dead space right the back right, of our house. Right, that's right, sort right. of funny, well, right? If all of a sudden yeah, it all yeah, well, moves and it it looks like it all belongs, it looks like you know it looks like your house was designed for the thing that you have, and that's the best. Right, and then. And then the other reason I think originally the reason why I originally got the banquet idea was because I thought that that would be a place where I could hide um, a vent if I had to run a vent if I couldn't run a vent through the wall I could run it you know down and then behind the banquet and out. I guess yeah. If your banquet so the whole if your banquet went the whole length you could run it through the went banquet. the whole length yeah right 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 yeah so yeah. Okay. Well, it's it's a thought. Anyway, Maybe what you would do, with. even with the banquette, is you could have the banquette come down a length, and then when it got to the very end, you could even have a base cabinet or something like that. Yes. You could put something that on it. It could short, run yeah. underneath that. Yep. 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 That makes total sense. That makes total sense. Yeah. So, I like that, too. Okay. Um, so, thank you, guys. So, um, yeah, I think so. Yeah. A bunch yeah. of work to do to figure out what, what they'll let you do. Exactly. Yes, exactly. That's always the, the hardest part. Um, hey, and also, um, you know, you said that there that our area was a dead zone for your um, for mm-hmm. your business. Um, but I did find one that was pretty close. So I'm going to call them and see okay. what they say. Okay. Um, I don't I mean, like you said, you've never actually like worked with these people like you. You just um, critique their um their uh pinterest is that what yeah. it is their no, their house um, page. pages their house page well, we yeah can, or their house pages yeah yeah if they're on our list then what we did was first we looked at their house designs and made sure that they mm-hmm. didn't show any mistakes surprisingly right 80% of the kitchen companies show mistakes kitchen design mistakes on their house page so they're already mm-hmm. in the top 20% in my opinion just by not showing problems and mistakes so right. then once they got past that hurdle, then we went on their website and we looked at what cabinet brands they carried. And generally, they had to carry at least a couple of cabinet brands that we thought were good brands. So that eliminates some other people. And then we looked at their reviews, uh-huh. like their Google reviews uh-huh. and their their reviews on maybe Yelp and places like that. How's everybody gets good reviews? Nobody gets bad reviews on how's simply uh-huh. because... You, you sort of invite people to review you and you wouldn't really mm-hmm. invite anybody that wasn't going to be happy. But anybody that okay. wants to can in the world can post on Google 
So got it. <laughs> you know, got it. Yes. Yeah. People are unhappy. They're going to do it. So uh, yeah. As so long this, as this got, place has yeah, this place must've... is like a chain of of uh, of places uh-huh. um, called Builders General. It looks like and okay. but but they have a location in Little Silver, New Jersey, which is pretty close to where we're going to be moving. So I thought maybe I could to try that. Okay, then I'll, I'll try I, I that with say, your blessing. Yeah, I would say the thing about a, a location like that is because it's builders something, they're probably going to have a whole nice array of cabinet brands that they carry. So you're going to have lots of choices for good cabinets. They're also going to be uh, for cabinets. So you're going to have yeah. brands that are nice brands that are well-constructed. They'll also be reasonable, mm-hmm. probably. Your biggest challenge is going to be that some of the designers that work there are not going to be mm-hmm. particularly good. So right, right, your job right. if you're working with them is maybe to call them up and say, who's the most experienced designer that you have working yes. here? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because that's also yeah, why that's... They, can, they can maybe not have mistakes on their house page. Sure. Because the person yes. that's reviewing it is the guy that's the smart guy yes. <laughs> you know, yes, or woman, exactly. I should say. Yeah. The per- smart right, person right. is is making sure they're not putting any bad stuff up on their house page but then that's not the person that you could be working with because it's a chain. Yeah. So uh, yeah. you, yeah. you got to yeah. just sort of try to zero in on whoever the, the most experienced person. Yeah. Um, one more question about the cabinets because sure. I didn't ask anything about that. But um, uh, in general, lately, I've been seeing a lot of like sort of like, you know, just like clear coated wood or it looks like or something like that, or maybe like a light stain. I was kind of thinking about about doing that. But do you think it's a bad idea? Like to do something like that's not, is that going to be resellable or because like the thing about the paint, I got like white painted the last time I did it mm-hmm. and I don't know, it just, you know, just didn't look so good after a while. I mean, maybe, maybe the dirt would get on the wood and that would look bad too, but no, stained cabinets, stain cabinets are far more durable than painted cabinets. So painted yeah, cabinets, that's what I think too. Scratch, yeah. Nick and scratch very easily. The one thing that's good about mm-hmm. this is you can have them cleaned and you can have them touched up for maybe $500 in five or 10 uh-huh. years. It's polyurethane that's coating the, the cabinet. You know, that's what's on your floors. So that's way right. more durable than paint. Um, you know, okay. if you painted your floors and you were walking on your floors, you can just imagine that right. it's going to nick and scratch easily. Yeah. The color is inside the wood because the wood is absorbing the stain. So even if you okay. didn't or hit the cabinet, you know, unless you took a whole chip out of the wood, you're right. If you dented the cabinet, it would still be the same color. Painted cabinets last a far shorter period yeah. of time without really yeah. looking yeah. beat up. Right, and right, right. Looking for a light wood, you could uh-huh. get like I'm very lazy. So our kitchen is a light maple color. And that's because maple uh-huh. is the hardest wood. So it's the most durable wall. My kitchen's going to last the longest without doing anything. And a light color maple is somewhat timeless. I mean, it's not as popular Mm -hmm. as painted cabinets right now by any stretch of the imagination. 70% of our sales are painted cabinets. Yeah. But if yeah, and that's there, what worries that that's what worries me about going with the wood. But I just I like the look of the wood so much better now. I, like I didn't use the wood, it, but it, it's just it's so well, pretty. <laughs> yeah, get a light color. So, the only problem yeah, with the yeah. light colors, it will propel you into a more expensive cabinet brand, most likely. Because the cabinet, because the wood looks because the wood, the the higher wood, end wood is, yeah. yeah, so wood is usually a higher end. Fabiwood, one yeah. of the brands we carry, is coming out with a new light colored door style. I haven't seen it in person yet, only pictures. In pictures, it looks uh-huh. really nice. These inexpensive cabinet brands that do the painted cabinets so well, they're doing it mm-hmm. on birch. And birch doesn't stain very, the birch that they're using, where uh, yeah. they're using popular, which is great for uh-huh. painted cabinets, but it doesn't stain that well. So they have a so uh-huh. it's very difficult for them to come up with they, it stains gray very well. So there's a lot of gray uh-huh. stains that they do. But if you wanted a mm-hmm. light color wood stain, most of these mm-hmm. inexpensive brands don't do that. But okay, so what what does what, what what's a good thing? You got to go up one. A... You got to go up one rung in the cabinet world. So okay, the cabinets that are all American brands. Like for mm-hmm. us, we carry Cubitac and Fabiwood. 
They're two brands okay. that are American companies, but they're importing their doors and fronts and then building the cabinets in the United States. And they're, you know, they're companies that are very reasonable, but they only uh-huh. successfully do gray stains and paints. Okay. So, yeah, I don't want gray. Right. Yeah. So Fabio would is coming yeah. up with this new door, which I haven't seen in person. Yeah. Maybe okay. they have finally succeeded. We'll find uh-huh. out. But then okay. once you get past that, you got to spend about 20% more to get to a brand like for us, we carry Timberlake. Timberlake is uh-huh. the same thing that a Lowe's or a Home Depot would carry under at Lowe's, it would be Shenandoah. At Home Depot, mm-hmm. it's called American Woodmark. I think it's also they rebranded under Allen and Roth too, I think, at Home Depot. They actually have two brands that are the same cabinet. That really? Uh, yes. Huh. But that's so, what that, so that's a, that's industry a good does that brand? all the time. What? That's that, that's a better brand, you're saying? A higher end than it's a, well, it's it's a more expensive brand, but it's not better made. It's no, 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 to, to, to find the wood that I'm looking yes, for. Yes, you have to get to that level to find the wood. So you haven't okay. got better okay. made cabinet. The cabinet's made about the same. The surface, the finish on the surface, yes. if you were to get a painted cabinet, it would be a mistake because the Fabio would actually has a nicer finish on their painted cabinets. But if you want a wood color, you have to go up 20% to get to a brand that's going to have any of the colors that you're going to like. And if you go up a little bit more than 20%, then you go 30% more, then all of a sudden you're going to have a whole lot of different colors and a lot of different woods and they'll be able to do uh-huh. light stains. The only thing is, is if you wanted a quarter sawn oak bleached kind of look, they have it like a white oak quarter sawn oak finish is a very popular finish. That kind of wood and that kind of finish is only going to be available in custom cabinets. So that's going to suddenly be not 20% or 30% more. Now that's going to be 60, 70% more. Okay. At Got least it. actually more than that. Yeah. It's going to be 70 per 60 or 70% more for the cabinet brand, but then that kind of wood is an extra 10 or 15% too. So it's going to practically. Right, 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 right. Double, double the price. Yeah. Right. I mean, the thing is, is like, you know, since this is a townhouse and I don't know, I just don't feel like it's, it's smart to put too much money into it, but you know, um, whatever. Well, I so know I might that, just end up know. doing doing painted, but um, you know what I what I would prefer to have to have the wood. But you know, if I can't get what I if I can't get something that looks really nice, you know, because I mean, like the last cabinets I bought, I bought Omega cabinets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know those? Okay. Sure. And I just like it, it. They're you know painted white, you know shaker style, and it just ended up looking like plastic. And you know, I just want something that looks like real wood, and I don't quite know what I'm what I I know it when I see it like but I, I need to find it and I'm sure you, didn't really get, you shouldn't get a thermofoil cabinet it was definitely a painted wood not a foil it was definitely definitely a painted wood um yeah. I just can't explain it there was something about those cabinets that just didn't look right and I have, have been haunted by it ever since <laughs> that was my last kitchen um I did that one maybe 10 years or yeah maybe like well eight eight years ago and we the other sold thing that is house and now we're moving to this place so. Omega sells two kinds of cabinets they sell mm-hmm. framed and frameless so if you got frameless Omega, I'm pretty sure it was no I'm pretty sure it was framed it was so Omega Dynasty Omega Dynasty actually sure. if it was Omega Dynasty comes both ways too if it's framed, I don't know. Maybe it's just the color that they have. Just well, it was. It would have had to have been framed because it was inset. Oh, if it's inset, yes, it has to be framed. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So maybe anyway, it's, maybe it was just color like, maybe it was like the, the yeah, and then maybe it was like I think maybe the maybe the edges were a little beveled, like you know, instead mm-hmm. of just being you know like crisp and straight. And um, I don't know something about it. It could have been the sheen too of the paint. If the paint is a little extra shiny, then it will look more fake. Yeah, 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 yeah. Could have been that too. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, that's probably what it was. But anyway, um, I mean, it didn't ruin it. But I mean, you know, I just I would like to get something that just looks simple and real is what I want. Something that looks simple and real. The funny thing is, is a lot of this stuff. Like if you didn't like the paint and it was too shiny, you might have had the Mm -hmm. option to get it in a different sheen but then the designer yeah. discuss it with you or whatever and you just pick the yeah. thing out and then you don't realize yeah. that's Chris one of our designers hates any yeah. that's got any kind of sheen to it he likes them very mm-hmm. dull 
and he doesn't like any, of the, whatever, yeah. any of the colors that any of the he he he, he, he really you know, is only happy if customers are getting cabinets that have a <laughs> lower sheen paint. Uh -huh. But uh, right, yeah, yeah. Well, maybe that's what I'm reacting to. It's hard, hard to say. But um, anyway, so um, okay. yeah. All right. Well, that's 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 great. Um, so I'll send you yeah, a uh, just a hand drawing. It'll be very rough, but you can take the okay. hand drawing and uh, give it to another designer, and they can take it off. And then you know, if a uh, a few weeks from now or a month from now or two months from now, if you get the whole thing laid out and you you want to yep. run take another run at it and tweak it again or something, feel free to call back in. Okay. Thank you so much. I really appreciate okay, it. You're the greatest. Oh, no <laughs> okay. problem. Good talking bye -bye. to you. Thanks for calling in. All right. Bye. All right. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Mainline Kitchen Design Podcast with nationally acclaimed kitchen designer Paul McElary. This podcast was brought to you by Brighton Cabinetry. High quality custom cabinetry at competitive prices. For more on kitchen cabinets and kitchen design, go to www.mainlinekitchendesign.com.